Welcome back. 2024 F1 season. Myself and F1 Capper. I know you already did an episode with Lights Out. Actually, two episodes. Discussing future markets. What are we expecting to of the new season. But here we are after testing is done. And I'm going to be completely transparent. I probably watched maybe 10 minutes of it. I did watch some highlights. I did watch all the results. Read about, you know, lots of articles. So I kind of know what's going on, what happened. But uh, I'm not really big into testing. But uh, what about you, Kepper? How was your weekend? How was everything going with you? Good, man. Uh, well, yeah, like to your point, you know, it's exciting when they were starting what was it on wednesday when uh wednesday morning yeah wednesday morning obviously our time yeah yeah i mean obviously leading up to it super excited super pumped and then it's just kind of you get into it and you're like well there's not really much to to do here just watching the, the cars go by they might be just you know it's like fp1 light you know they're just doing so much you and I don't care what anyone says. If they, there's a lot of tech guys out there that are posting about like the differences and all that. Okay, great. You know, you might be able to find something there. But let's be real. I mean, we've talked about this about FP1. You know, take it take it lightly because they're testing. This this is the same macro of all three days, right? They are going in, taking advantage of every moment to dial in the car and they're all not using like the, the extreme pace that they could be getting uh, extracting out of the cars for qualifying or race whatever it is they're testing so i mean it's really just three days of just crashing all they can from an engineering perspective and getting the car right before next weekend so well uh, but yeah it's exciting well, if you're a betting man, which I know you are, you probably are paying more more attention to it than some other people are. <laughs> you know, considering we had Red Bull uh, to have the fastest lap. I would, I would wake up in the morning and I'd, I'd that's the first thing I would check on my phone is like what's going on, uh, and then I would go to F1 TV really quick. While I'm, I literally would just as soon as I roll out of bed, F1 TV app. I'm just like, let's just kind of see what's happening. And as I'm getting my morning started and everything, I'm just just glancing, but there's not really much you can take from it. However, yes, so you can maybe see the story. Uh, but this goes back to the podcast I had with Lights and F1 Bet Tipster. Um, the approach taking in into testing, we said, I don't think a whole lot is going to change our minds. Like, no. We have this mindset coming in already. Uh, it's not going to differ a whole lot from last year. However, the gap will close in a bit on a lot of these teams. Uh, you know, you're seeing some of the the, the t people in Twitter saying, "Oh, maybe they're closing in on Max." We don't know. We're like, no one's showing their true cards yet, so we don't. Um, but yeah, we, and, we can make some assumptions. And that happens every t testing season when we're oh man, this team is sandbagging. This team is sandbagging. Like really, I mean. I have to be honest, you know, 2022 season, 
we're all like, oh yeah, Mercedes is so slow. They don't know what's, you know, like they're just trying to, you know, trick us here. And man, that car was terrible. I mean, like you remember the start of the 2022 season. So, uh, again, overreaction. Of course, there's a lot of overreaction in the market as well, as we've already seen some odds shift, you know, for certain drivers, for certain teams. And um, is, is there, you know, like looking at the testing in the last three days, how would you rank your top? three teams based on what you've yeah. seen not even i'm not asking you to go into deep deep dive like just what you think is the top three teams right now i mean <clears throat> right now like after testing what my initial thought gut thought i guess uh, whatever you want to call it the only difference i would say in is i kind of see mercedes maybe doing no bias game. there no bias right no bias yep. no bias at all no bias <laughs> um maybe being a little bit better than than i anticipated so it might be really putting a lot of pressure on mclaren um but that's about it i mean even just before like testing and all that th these were conversations i had with both lights out and, and f1 vet tipster we were all aligned that we felt that ferrari is going to be the second best team uh, but I do worry a little bit because now I'm, I'm seeing reports and all that. Again, I'm trying to tread lightly a little bit. But that hasn't, and that's where this is, makes me nervous about the bet we made, too. Is, you know, I think the common theme is, is Mercedes is still struggling a little bit with getting, extracting that qualifying pace, but their race pace is looking extremely well. Okay, we, that's always been their trend. You know, like they just can't get the car right for qualifying. But race trim looks absolutely superb. Ferrari seems like they're just getting better and better. But just to go back to your question, I would say the only difference is it's not so much Mercedes as much as it's McLaren. I'm just not entirely sure how are they going to start the season. And it could be the same way as last year where they kind of had these early struggles. But as the season goes along, they might find it. Also, it's going to depend on track characteristics, too, because that seems like the problem with McLaren and Mercedes is they're very track dependent. So, yeah, we're about to you got to be wary on that. Yeah. 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 And I was I was reading an article here, um, uh, you know, from one of the, the web, big websites, motorsport websites, and they were they did say that what you just said, that uh, the Ferrari has finally found that you know like to be really good you know like they were they were doing a uh, race simulation during the the testing and they seemed good for throughout the whole race you know so which yeah. was something that they had issues with reliability as previous year so so maybe something to keep an eye out maybe they're i mean i'm not a you know ferrari guy but maybe they're the closest one to red bull you know so well, uh yeah, I. You are a, F a Ferrari fan maybe, now. Maybe tomorrow, maybe maybe no, not tomorrow. Next year, I will be a Tifosi. But um, you know, okay, listen, I've always said this to everyone. It, it's hard not to like Ferrari when you're growing up as a kid. That's a brand. If you are into cars, that's a brand that is just recognizable to every little kid. And Michael Schumacher too. So that's right. Right. If you're F1 fan, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, it's hard not to like them. Uh, I don't dislike them, but I, I don't, like, love them as a team. Yeah. But I have no qualms with them. But, yeah, to go back to your point about Ferrari, and, again, this goes back to these discussions we've had in the Discord, which is we've all been a believer in F1 and it, uh, or a Ferrari, and it's because you saw 
in 2022, they were strong. I mean, you were like, whoa, they might actually... The first six, seven, eight races was... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then season, they just had their failures, right? Strategy. Reliability, yeah. Everything just, just went downhill. Early season into 2023, obviously there's struggles, but you would expect that, right? Things have changed, and they made all those changes within Ferrari to then... You look at the way they ended last season, and they were kind of coming along. And even Leclerc, people keep forgetting, Leclerc struggled early on, but was finding it towards the end of the season. He was getting more comfortable with the car. So that just right there shows there was positivity in how they were actually taking their approach. Now, of course, we can sit here and make jokes, all that. But as a betting man, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I said they will probably be the second best team in this because they have everything they have the operations number one they just do like let's that's hands down one of the best operations that you can have and number two they have a car that has every type of track characteristic you can want for or, or the car to be for that track characteristic high speed slow speed corner now it just really kind of like dependent on the driver right so signs might struggle at times on certain tracks but on some of these tracks, Leclerc, same thing. But they have the car that can fit just about every type of track characteristic. How can it compete with Red Bull? That time will tell. Well, now, now that you're mentioning this, and you know, here comes my next question to you: more uh, like, you know, you're you're saying that the Ferraris are the closest ones to Red Bull. Uh, would you, if you're a betting man, which you are, uh, would you take Charles Leclerc to be the winner without Max? It's at plus yeah, well, two twenty-five. So what are you? What are uh, your expectations well, of Sergio, well, though? I guess I have to ask here, that. Here, here. Uh, okay, let me step back. Leclerc at his current odds, I, 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 I would probably, I would, I would consider it. Yes, but I'm also in this little, you know, situation where I got better odds for both. Ferraris, but technically speaking, you're kind of expecting Leclerc to do better than Sainz. Sainz, so, yeah. So yes, uh, I I think I would take that. I just can't trust Checo, man. I just can't. I'm. He's got his moments. You know, he's got his special, like you said. He's a track specific kind of a guy. He does well yeah. on certain tracks versus others. So. And and there's just something about him <clears throat> in that car that he's just he just seems very hit or miss. I, I don't know. Maybe he 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 changes that, and I've actually rooted for him to be better than what he's. Been. I mean, like, he is fighting for his for his seat, so um, right. So we don't know. I just don't see it. I'm not gonna. And, and as a betting man, I'm not gonna bet on. Uh, I'd rather bet on Leclerc. And you know me, I I am one one of the most outspoken guys about bashing Leclerc and his his abilities. But like I've said in the past, it's not that Leclerc is a bad driver. He just he just has his moments where you're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I know some of it's not his fault, but there was a lot of times it was his fault. So yeah. I just think that he can, Leclerc can put it together better than Checo. And then the, the situation, too, like you pointed out, it's just so much better for Leclerc. It's not going to be as... There's going to be pressure on him, of course. He's with Ferrari, but I think there's way more pressure on Checo to perform, especially with having you have Max that you have to try to be within 
you gotta be within four to six tenths. You can't be one second slower than the max. That's just that's not not in the cards. You can't do that because the car is supposed to be superior. So. Yeah, and it has been. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Uh, well, with that, uh, you know, with that said, um, is uh, you want to just go over a couple futures bets here what is something you know that you see now after the testing is done that you like that you're gonna bet or you're just just giving out picks for the people who might want to tail what is something that you like here after the testing is complete now you know one that i've i've actually been eyeing <coughs> is this is this is gonna be tough because i i i love mclaren and obviously love mercedes i just don't still see why mclaren is favorite on the season bet of course this yeah future. team McLaren, like team versus yeah. team you know okay yep yeah. okay yeah like when they add up team points yeah yeah, yeah. Like, of course yeah constructor yeah uh no to me M mercedes is even money still to mclaren which is kind of odd to me i, I just kind of see them that it shouldn't be even money it should be closer to like a you know, minus 115, mm -hmm. you know, some minus 120 at some books, whatever you want to, like, they should be even odds together, like, pick one, right? Yeah. So I feel like you could still not have to pay the juice on, on that. That was one that was catching my attention. I, I, I would say Ferrari over M McLaren also is very interesting, though. It's a little bit too much for me to want to say, yeah, I'll go in on that. But that's also because I have a few bets on Ferrari, and I don't want to keep loading up on Ferrari season bets. Yeah, like you don't want all your eggs in one basket, right? Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Those are the two that that have really caught my attention um, from a constructor standing. As far as like drivers' championships, um, unfortunately, like some of these, it's just. It's tough to want to say, okay, so drivers, uh, driver to win one plus race, so just they've got to win one. I mean, it, there's not really much I, I would no. want to take <laughs> there, so I would just kind of avoid that. Um, but I have been interested in this Piastri over Alonso, which Alonso is kind of a bigger favorite in this. Yeah. I that was that's been a team that's been kind of quiet going in. I don't know if they're just trying to keep it quiet for reasons that they know they have something good, or is it they really don't know what they got? Yeah. Uh, but seeing the progression, and again, I'm going back to last year, going into this year, and yes, I did say McLaren might have their early season struggles. I don't think it'll be like last year where it was that bad, where we thought they were like one of the worst teams and then all of a sudden became one of the best. I think it's just going to be ups and downs. So if you're going to give me ups and downs for a McLaren, we saw the same thing with Aston Martin. I'd be putting my money more on Aston Martin, or I'm sorry, McLaren over Aston Martin. So it's worth a shot. I'm not, I just full disclosure, I haven't done it. Yeah. But I'm just. It's you, you're, you're just giving up. Just what you see that might say, happen. Like, yeah, but like uh, Oscar Piastri plus 130, I mean, uh, why not? He like, showed like, a lot of promise last year for a rookie. He really did yeah. amazing, you know. So Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was one of them. And then probably the, you know, I don't think they have that anymore. I know that Daniel Ricciardo over Yuki 
you know, take your chance if you want to. I know a few guys, uh, F1 Bet Tipster and I think Lights Out had that bet. I'm not sure if they actually cashed it out, to be honest with you. I actually, I, you know, I was going to say F1 Bet uh, Hatch is going to like me here because I actually like Yuki over Dan uh, for the season bet. Because uh, it, it's not more, because I know it's not a pop popular thing and I know Yuki oh. doesn't get as much love, but I feel like Yuki has done. Uh, fairly well last year yes of course it wasn't the points and stuff but i think that he that he had so many races where he was in the top six for for the majority of the, the races maybe something happens strategy whatever the, the case is but yuki's fighting for that seat maybe not alpha tari or whatever cash app whatever they are called now actually we have to set out that that also what are we gonna call alpha tari but that'll be like later on uh i feel like yuki is is fighting for his seat where where Daniel Ricardo kind of has like a, okay, no matter how how well I do or how bad I do, I think I have a seat in F1. If it's not with, well, I know essentially he wants to go to Red Bull, right? Uh, but um, I feel like he's he's he he feels more safe, and Yuki knows that this is it. This is his last chance to make it. it, it like in my opinion, and I do like Yuki, and we see hey, that the I, car is pretty good. I I I haven't touched that. Yeah. And that is, there's the reason why it's because I'm like, what if Yuki has finally found a groove with this car? I mean, he he he's at times showed he can try the car, but he's like the Leclerc of the <laughs> lower seated teams. He's yeah. Just, what are you doing? Moments, right? There's there are times like that. I don't blame you for that one. Yeah. Um, I don't want to touch it because of that reason. Like, I just don't know which way it could go. But to answer your question, what do we call them? Uh, yes. I'm just going to call them whoever is winning over the other uh, in the on the team. I'm just going to call them that. So if it, if Daniel Ricardo is ahead of Yuki, I'm just going to call him the Danny Ricks. Oh, Danny if Ricks. They're, if it's if it's going to be Yuki over Danny, I'm just going to call him the Yukis. Yeah. That's, it. Like, that's my. That's why don't we just keep it that way? Yeah, and you know I've been I've been like watching people on uh, social media going like, oh, we're going to call them the RBs and. Uh, you know the racing bulls are we gonna be this and this and it's like and 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 i'm like call them cash apps whatever yeah exactly exactly that and uh but uh no that's uh that's one of those things it's like you know like like what do you call alpha tori do you call him zalber do you call him steak do you call him kick the same the same thing there but uh but yes i like what you're saying so for our podcast we're gonna be referring them to whoever's leading in the team standings. Yeah. <laughs> the Danny Ricks or the Yuki. Yeah, there you go. I like that a lot. Yeah, and um, uh, but um, you know, uh, another, you know, I know I cut you off uh, for the Yuki one. I apologize. Do you have any other driver ones? Because I have one for later. If you don't have any. I, in full disclosure, I haven't bet any of these. Yeah. These were Same. I haven't done it yet either. Yeah. Um. And there's there's a reason why I I'm not a big futures guy even in any sport. Same. Betting, you know me like if I find one I will do it and I'll put. I just don't want my money to be held up for all season when I could be just playing those implied odds throughout the year somehow, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. The only other one was maybe Russell over signs. Um, if the hype is Mercedes does have a competitive car, they still have. If we see the same crap as we did last year, better in race, 
poor qualifying, they could probably we could maybe see a similar situation that you know Russell might be feeling better in the car and he might uh, be ahead of signs by the end of the year. That's probably the only other one. Other than that, like you know, the odds just don't. I don't want to put money on a you know huge favorite. You know, minus one fifty. To win a hundred dollars, I gotta put two hundred. Like I don't want to do that. No, so, and and it's not good investment for the next nine months. Yeah. It's it. Yeah, we it's got, not. We, we we gotta go until December now. Yeah, right? yeah, we true, gotta, true. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, one one I like, and you you know you kind of already touched point on him. Uh, it's a uh, George, but I like him over Lewis. Um, the only, I don't have. Uh, no, no, they t took it off because I think they're going to adjust yeah. the odds. But as of like three, four days ago, that was like plus 140. And uh, I just think that Mercedes is going to prioritize George before Lewis. And I feel like, I mean, we all know that Lewis is going to the Ferrari and stuff. But I feel like they will want they want to get George the best car out there. They want to, you know, like just get the most out of him. They're going to prioritize him. Any new updates are going to be done on, on George's cars first. I I assume I'm expecting that to be. Because even though George is not the number one driver this season, he will be next year. I feel like they're kind of like looking into the f future as well. And um, this is honestly the only reason why. And we know that both the Mercedes drivers are very reliable. And they have their moments. And George, we all know, can crush into anybody at any time. We know that. But uh, uh, and, and, and Lewis is one of the best drivers, you know, eight-time world champion. I mean, seven-time world champion. Uh, you know what I mean. So it's one of those. Yeah. I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it either. I think that it... I don't know, and kind of go into that topic of how are they going to prioritize the Mercedes seats. Yeah, I, I would expect that they're going to put a lot of more emphasis for Russell because they know Hamilton's going to be gone. Yep. Uh, I am very interested, and that's why I'm kind of shy to take on some of these Mercedes. But and like to your point, man, right before that news too, I was I was thinking about taking uh, Leclerc over Lewis Hamilton in the season match bets, and I'm kind of kicking myself. I think it was like plus one fifty on Bovada before the season, and Hamilton was like minus two hundred. That was crazy. Yeah. Like, Damn. Like, taking that because you never know right like they i i don't know what to expect um but yeah i i do i do like that i think st sticking with russell this year especially if the car is what they're saying they're saying it's getting a lot better but this is the problem i'm i'm, I'm seeing mixed reports and this is why i'm treading lightly you're going to see people posting reports of oh the car looks great whatever even from the data aspect guys like they're even showing it cool and then you see some people that were like really fine-tuned into watch and they're like wow the rear is very snappy and again i don't know what to expect but it's sounding that mercedes is probably going to be in a similar situation as last year yeah so. oh, yeah no no it's good and and i got one that's a long shot that's that I bet every year. Well, Pavada doesn't have him up yet. They took him off because I think they're just uh, putting up. Oh, it's a requested bet like they always do. It's to have a safety car in every race, and it's uh, sixty-seven to one. 
And uh, I know that that did not cash last year, but I did the year before. And uh, and I uh, uh, no virtual safety, only safety car. And uh, it's a long shot, of course. We have those boring races. It's not on there. All the requested bets are not on Pavada, but they will be up there. And it's gonna be. It hasn't moved since January. They have had it up since since January. Why not? You put ten bucks for seven hundred bucks. Why not? You know, yeah. like it's uh, one of those where you you even. F- forget you have it and you're just rooting for a safety car that's how and uh that's just uh, you know full courtesy don't put your house on it and just do a, a beer money on it you know and uh flying to every race to make sure there's a safety car you throw a part of the track an oil guy i'm just or or flares whatever yeah know? yeah oh man no that'll be something um but uh and yeah and there was another thing that you mentioned to me when we spoke before this yesterday i honestly am you know again full transparency i did not know that the race was on saturday next week i was like races of the year because ramadan is starting on march 10th okay so the bahrain Bahrain, of course and then you got saudi and it's it's sunday yeah okay and I think the way they're trying to do it is, I mean, because it's back-to-back weekends, right? Mm-hmm. I think it only makes sense. Uh, Bahrain could have been Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That wasn't an issue. But for, you know. Logistics. Logistics yeah. Logistics, because in Saudi Arabia, it's going to be March 7th through the 9th, which is going to be, again, Thursday through through Saturday. It'll be a lot of uh, moving pieces to get through. I Like, even though... Right, the yeah. proximity is close, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's uh, it yeah. makes sense. I totally, I totally get that. And it kind of sucks for me because I was supposed to. I thought that it was going to be Friday through uh, Sunday for some reason, but uh, I'm gonna miss FP1 and two. Um, well, no, FP2 for sure, for sure. But FP1, I should be able to still catch. Nice, nice. Yeah, I. I don't know the times yet, local times, because if it's super early, I'm sorry, but I will not be able to. No, well, I'll tell you, and this is central time, so... <clears throat> one hour ahead of uh, so behind on me. Yeah. Thir- on Thursday, practice one is going to be 5.30 to 6.30, so it's going to be 6.30 your time. Uh, practice two will be from 9 to 10, which is awesome. It's which is good, right? yeah. That's going to be 10 to 11, uh, yep. 10 to 11 your time. And the next day, on Friday... Qualifying, right? Yeah, that's right. Friday, it's going to be practice threes at six thirty, so seven thirty your time, and then qualifying's from ten to eleven or eleven to twelve your time. Lunch time, perfect. I'm, it's, I'm probably going to have to maybe miss qualifying. We'll see. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, maybe I have to mute everyone and then go rewatch it myself. Oh yeah, I have to do that from from time to time because I, you know, we talked this in the Discord uh, that uh, you know, like it's it's one of those things. Like I used to be able to. Before we created the Discord, I used to be able to just like, you know, record a race, enjoy my Sunday. Sunday night, I'll go in and turn on the race, enjoy it. And now I can't I because. Because of you clowns <laughs> that want to hear us talk. Oh, <laughs> but we love it. I know. Same. Yeah, no, same. that's the way I used to be. I used to, before I met you guys, I just, I, I could just free flow. Oh, and, and another thing was, is I didn't even actually get all the market odds. So it. I was like, "What am I? There's no point, right? I would only get Sunday odds, and that was it. And it was like an hour before a race or something. Yeah. Or I would see it like late Saturday night, place my bets, 
wouldn't even like look at it until you know sometimes monday i wouldn't even yeah. get to it sometimes monday i'd be like all right it's time to watch the race and see what happened with my bet yeah yeah no i i, I was the same way and i'm not gonna lie i used to do the same thing oh shoot monday okay let's watch it now totally yeah. yeah and uh yeah with that you know with that said i want to do mention you know the discord is growing you know we're up to 1200 people in there um the community bet is gonna be back uh yeah 20 uh, 12 12 30 i don't know how many it is now uh but uh we are on the community bet uh you know like last year we we did pretty good i mean considering you know in we started in 2022 we went 14 and 3 Last year we went thirty-seven and one. One of those was avoided bet because I think one of the races was like somebody did not start. I can't remember if it was Charles or somebody. Um, uh, but uh, but but still overall, you know, we are twenty-seven and ten on the community bet. So make sure that you, if you guys are in a, in the Discord, and if you're not, just get in the Discord. I always preach it. Lots of talk, lots of odds. Uh, you know, be the first one if you see an error in the market. Be able to grab the odds at you know like a better price. So uh, if you're not in the Discord, please get in there. Uh, community bet is up every Saturday. You know, considering the race is on Sunday. On Sunday we vote, we pick a winner based on votes, and then we all just hold hands or we either cry or we celebrate. <laughs> You know what? I I gotta say, I think the one the bets that we were losing the most in the community because we did regress. I mean, having twenty twenty two, we went fourteen and three on community bet, which was insane. Yeah. And a lot of it was probably Alpine top ten. Alpine double points, yeah. Yeah, double points. And then this year, I think we regressed. I hope. I I this is my message to everyone that is going to vote for community bets. Stop picking Checo. Stop it. Just yeah. stop. Don't yeah. pick Checo. <laughs> pick some real ones. All right, let's do it. Well, right, we, we, we got this season. I, I I'm auto betting these things. Yeah. Guys, come on. And let's the other the other one that we did was I know that we bet one time we bet Max to lead after the first ten laps, whatever it was. Yeah. And of course he led like lap eleven. And every race he was killing everybody. And of course it was the race that we betted in. And uh, but no, it's you know it's a it's a great community. It's uh, it's growing. There's lots of uh, very knowledgeable people in there, and it's not only F1. It's other sports too. We talk all kinds of like cricket guys are in there. Like, hey, if you like cricket, oh, yeah. why not? You know, um, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we could, you know do a, a little bit of closing here. Um, I know that the race is coming up. I know we're gonna have another podcast with more in depth odds because odds are not out yet. Um, Can't wait. I know, and you know we have some uh, some some Bahrain uh, odds out there. I know they're not there's not much out there. I I really don't have much. I have a yeah, you know outlier winner, and I have a top three. And uh, uh, do you see anything on your end? Do you see anything that you might think that it's it's a value, or we're gonna just leave it on for later in the week? Well, I, I would like to tee some up. Uh, like, it, no, I'm obviously not going to touch on the outrights, but I do want to make a, one call out that I was uh, I did make mention in the Discord about the odds that change because they posted these odds pre-testing uh, and then they posted them after. So outrights and top three in Bovada, which is really tracks to similar to Bet365 uh, for you guys. Um, the biggest change that was happened was Leclerc went from 14 to 1 outright odds to 9 to 1. Hamilton went from 
14 to 1 to 20 to 1. The rest I just didn't care about. <laughs> that, was, that was one. And in the top three, it was Lando went from minus 120 to even money. Sergio Perez went from one, minus 125 to plus 115. That was the most drastic one outside yeah. of Leclerc that went from 2 to 1 down to even money. So, uh, and then Hamilton was also plus like 125 or 135. Now it's plus 150. I, I actually nibbled already on Leclerc top three. Goes back to my thesis around Ferrari and, yeah. you know, how they've been undervalued a little bit. Uh, so I already nibbled at the two to one top three. Personally, I don't like betting top three. I feel like, especially when I looked at last year, I don't think I was as successful in like top three betting just because of how volatile it can be, <clears throat> especially if we're seeing the teams close in everyone, it's going to be kind of tough. Um, and I am also worried about their, you know, Mercedes being behind if they have really good race trim. But that being said, uh, I am eyeing Leclerc odds. I will be very interested to see what comes out from like a qualifying perspective for Ferrari. Uh, and I will keep an open mind. Like I will look into Alonso and all that. But I, I, that being said, I'm going to tread lightly this week. I want to see, I want to see the cars actually start, you know, really putting the car together for Park for May. So meaning by FP2, we'll sh we should get a good read. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I like usually unless it's a free money Friday pick from Tegrity. Or some other guys in the Discord. I don't touch anything until after qualifier. Oh, I might nibble into qualifying, but I like to see where where things are going, how 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 teams are you know drivers and teams are performing before I place any bets. Um, okay, well, and yeah, another thing I wanted to mention is I know that uh, we're gonna be really heavy this year on Grid Rival Fantasy. If you're into DFS and Fantasy and Pickems, uh, getting Grid Rival, we have a league there started last year. Um, and um, you, know, you will find the link uh, to sign up for the league. It is, you know, it is free to join the league. Uh, you will find it in the Discord. You can find it on the socials as well uh, on the on the Twitter at F1 Money Gang. Uh, so if you are into DFS, I know the Capper is going to be talking about it later on uh, with one of our DFS fantasy gurus, Garrett, uh, who is also part of the Discord and part of our group. Um, and you guys are, you want to give us a little tease when you might be talking, when you might have a podcast offer that? I don't know, but we are talking about trying to get a regular cadence, um, hoping we can try to get one out before the week and we can get his, his stuff. But, you know, this is going to be uh, some fun stuff, right? Like we want to try to drive a little bit more fantasy and DFS exposure and uh, and pickums, right? Like, yep. Pickums is a, I've, I've really started to enjoy, especially after Grid Rivals has started theirs. So, yeah. yeah, I know that Garrett's going to be focusing on, uh, you know, giving us early looks at drivers, teams, and stuff. So I'm really excited about it as well because I personally play on DraftKings because I did not have access to Grid Rivals. But now, actually, I do. So I'm part of I joined the league too. So I was able to register and join. So. I'm in the league for the F1 Money Gang, so uh, I'm excited. And uh, I guess uh, we will close it with that. And um, I hope we all have a great season. I hope this is one of the first and many podcasts that we're going to go back into and say, what a weekend we had cashing tickets and 
what a great race we just want to have fun race as well you know not only for the betting side so um oh, yeah. so all right guys well it was nice talking to you man and uh we'll see you later yep see you guys